It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast with Steve Jackson and Mark Carpenter. It's time for Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda. Welcome, Herlinda. Cheers. And Mark Carpenter is joining us this week. How are we doing today, Harry? We're doing great. And your uh, associate is with you today? He is. <laughs> BB. BB. And he's doing, he's remind doing our great. folks who BB is. BB is my new dog, and I've been taking him everywhere with me because trying to build up his confidence. You know, he's a rescue dog, and he's pretty timid when I got him. He's getting better every day, and and uh, he's he's quite a companion. Well, BB is always welcome, as are you, Mark. Well, thank you. And Herlinda, who do we have today? So we have a brand new brewery that's about to open this weekend. Um, in Windsor, I'm pretty excited about this. So it's Gluday um, Brewery. So it's you know Flemish. It's actually the first, as far as I know, Belgian brewery in um, Sonoma County, and they're going to be doing. They were do, going to be doing all Belgian, but they got talked into an IPA also. But it'll have <laughs> it, but it'll have Belgian yeast. So I, actually, I bet that's going to be delicious. And Mark will know more. Mark knows all the yeast and all those kinds of things as well too. So we've got Hendrik. Um, there's, there's, I'm going to say this wrong. Verspect? Ver yeah, close enough. <laughs> so how do you say it? <laughs> so it's uh, Verspect. Verspect. <laughs> and then we've got Nico Silva, who's I've known his dad for, God, I don't know how long, but we're going to get you right into the microphone there if we could. Go ahead and pull it towards her. Yeah, grew up in Sonoma County, cooked and brewed here. Yeah, so he was over at Dempsey's before. Um, he's been in the beer business for, for a while. And so they've brought some of their beers. Pull it towards her. Um, there we go. Uh, he, he, they brought some beers, of course. Otherwise, I wouldn't have them in. <laughs> and I knew Harry would be disappointed if they did. And I brought a treat today, too. Well, let's begin by having one of the gentlemen talk to us about the brewing, uh, the brewery. Uh, what was the idea behind it? When did you decide to come up with it? How did you open it up? So the idea of the brewery has been a, quite a long process, actually. So when my family moved over here in 2012, my dad... From um, Belgium. Yeah, from Belgium. That's right. <laughs> uh, my dad was used to just drinking all these, uh, you know, very high quality, what in Belgium would be a local craft beer all the time. So he was drinking Geus um, Orval all the time. Uh, and so he wanted to make sure that he could do the same here, and if he was going to buy the same exact beers, he would go broke, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he started homebrewing, and we actually started with an Orval clone right off the bat, which is not an easy one to pull off, uh, but it worked out pretty well, and we got excited, we got passionate about it, and ever since we've been talking about uh, brewing together right here in Sonoma County. I think you should crack that so it's about too. time we should open one. What do you think, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> We're five minutes to ten minutes past the time we should have opened one. Very good. Usually we've started it in the green room like we did last week, but I'm actually very connected with like the whole family in several different ways. I've known um, a uh, his soon-to-be mother-in-law for many years, Stacy, and also. Uh, his brother's soon-to-be father-in-law, Don Mills, for many years, and that's how the IPA came about. But let's taste these. So hand that over to Mark. There, yep, He's, there you Mark Carpenter is here, the uh, godfather of brewing, uh, who was at Anchor Brewing for 45 years. He was the brewmaster. Well, I know. Chris is a brewmaster. Yeah. Mark was the head brewer. He always makes sure I know these things. Uh, let's get this over to Harry here as well. So, Hendrick, where is the brewery? So the brewery is located on uh, Bell Road in Windsor. Yeah, so it's at 7704 Bell Road. 
So near Tilt Tilt Shed and Barley and Vine. It's yeah, in the it's old St. Florian spot. And the beverage yes. district. In the, yeah. beverage the, district. In, the right Windsor the beverage, beverage district. district. Yeah. And do you have a tap room? We have a tap room that we've been working on. It was under construction for a long time, um, but we're actually about to do a soft opening this weekend. We just got tables in. <laughs> Yay. Uh, and we were planning to do a grand opening on October 2nd where we will have a whole event, music, uh, and uh, food trucks. Yeah. Will you – okay, so – I know. Well, we'll talk about the food truck thing in a bit because there's, there's an issue with Windsor and food trucks that I'm hoping that we can get fixed. But so, like, tell us your background. So you actually were – you have a master's in biochemistry from a university in Belgium, and you were going to, you know, for, for brewing as well as the science part of things. Tell, tell us your background with this because this, I know Mark will find this really interesting as well too. So, actually, uh, I started home brewing just as most big brewers nowadays, right? Um, and it, part of it definitely sparked my interest in biochemistry, although I've always been interested in biology from the start. But after I graduated high school right here uh, at Montgomery High, right here in Santa Rosa, I moved back to Belgium to go to the University of Ghent to study biochemistry and biotechnology. And there I actually majored in plant biotechnology and minored in microbiological biotechnology. Uh, and in the meantime, I also made sure to take some brew classes from some actual brewing technology professors while I was over there. Uh, now, well, you know, the freaking pandemic, right? So unfortunately, those classes all ended up falling during the pandemic. So you didn't get to do the hands-on I did part. not get to do the hands-on stuff, which but was uh, unfortunate. But luckily, we have Nico. Yeah, yeah. So Nico's been doing a lot of beer, and I think Ghent. I know Mark. You've probably been to Ghent in Belgium. Is one of the or, or the how they say in Flemish Ghent. Am I right? Ghent. Yeah, Ghent. Kind of. Or uh, if you're in Ghent, it actually it's uh, Hent. Yeah, um, but that's one of the most beautiful cities in Belgium. I yeah, think. I've been lucky enough to visit a few Belgium. cities in Belgium, and uh, I've always had a great time there. It's a great beer. Tell us about this beer we're tasting. So this beer, yeah. So this beer is Hoppy Don, named after Don Mills, uh, <laughs> which, uh, as Erlinda said, is my brother's girlfriend's father. Uh, and so for the longest time, we were just making Belgian-style beers. And uh, this guy comes walking into our lives because yeah. uh, my brother started dating his daughter. And he's like, hey, why aren't you guys making IPAs? So we're like, <laughs> all right, we'll give it a shot. And so we started with the West Coast, and we kept that malt profile. Uh, but then we evolved into making hazies, and we kept the malt profile. And so it kind of got blended. And now that we're brewing commercially, we're like, heck, in Belgium, they're starting to come out with these great Belgian IPAs, which now use Belgian yeasts. Let's do that over here. Let's represent, you know, Belgian beers as an IPA as well. So this has bel- the Belgian yeast. What do you think about this, Mark? This is oh, it's a good IPA. It, it, uh, and it's not overly hoppy, you know. It, it, uh, I don't know what your BU uh, measurement is. I guess... 60, 70, something uh, like that. Actually, Nico would know that one. What's your... Actually, we used a blend of extract and uh, hops. Uh-huh. So you can cut down on that grassy flavor, but not have that overly uh, hoppy beer that's, you know... Well, it, it, it's it's definitely an IPA, and it's uh, it's great. It's got a great flavor profile to it, great aroma. I think yeah, it's a good beer. Look. Especially for hops and water usage, we like the extract because, you know, it can keep that flavor, but, you know, make yeah. the beer more uh, 
flexible for more dry hopping and stuff down the line. So, I mean. Yeah, and, and you're talking hop extract, which is a, a, a great way to, to get your hops because they, uh, until you really get up and running and using huge amounts, they last longer at the brewery and remain there, keep their freshness. Did you bring some other styles, too, that aren't the, yep. the uh, California eyes, California oh, yeah, <laughs> Non-IPA is what, we're, what she's trying well, to say. This is delicious, though. I like it with the Belgian yeast like this. This is really, really great. Uh, it so, is. So, Nico, what's your, what's your background, then? So, uh, you know, I'm local. You're the, so, you're the lead brewer at uh, Curve. Um, the new brewery. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was I went through the culinary and baking program at the JC, and I started homebrew in there, and then uh, was always the one going to breweries like, hey, try this out. I want the brewer's opinion, and you know, one thing led to another. You know, it was just trial and error, and using sensory and memory to make stuff. Not being a biochemist or a chemist, you know, so it's kind of using memory and Lagunitas and Vinny's uh, barrel aged beers, which. You know why I got into Belgian brewing as well. Have you been to Belgium yet? Belgium yet? No, it's one of the bucket list things. Okay, so we'll, you guys we'll, take we'll care of We'll take them, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the first thing we got to do when we start making some profit is do a company trip all the way to Belgium, visit Cantillon, visit the abbeys. And, uh, I was trying like to that. wear my Cantillon shirt, but I don't fit in it anymore, <laughs> sadly. But, cause I, uh, but, I, so, but since I couldn't fit in my Cantillon shirt, guess what I brought? Ooh. Oh. I brought a West Vlatteran 8. I um, only have a couple 12s left, so, those, those <laughs> so I brought a West Vlatteran 8 that I brought back from Belgium, um, which is, this was, so the 12 was the highest rated beer in the world, right, for um, Mark, for a while, and then also the 8, of course. So this is from the um, the Abbey in um, the town of West Vlatteran uh, um, in um, Belgium, and the monks make this, so you have to, like, originally you had to go there to get the beer. Or to the pubs in Belgium, you could you could get it, but you had to go there to actually like like buy it and to get the twelve. So the monks have a monastery slash brewery. Yes, exactly. Okay. A lot of them do. So this is a, a Trappist brewery, and they're um, they there's fewer and fewer monks. Unfortunately, um, they don't talk to people. They're a code of silence. I was fortunate enough to get to go into the, the abbey of the church there in West Flatteren twice. Uh, the first time I went with uh, my friend Ruth does these Belgian tours. If you ever want to go on Bon, bon Beer Voyage, they're fantastic, when, during the Tubbs fire. And um, I was like in the abbey with the monks praying for our town. It was pretty crazy. And then I brought back a, a bunch of 12s. And then one, I, while I was in Poland, my daughter's friends decided to drink four of them having no idea what they were <laughs> in my hot tub and i came back and my roommate said hey there's a beer bottle sticking out of the dirt next to the hot tub and i went what label he goes no label i went no because it has no label you only know it by the cap and yeah so is there a body attached to that thing <laughs> <laughs> is there a hand holding the bottle oh, under man, the dirt they had at the no idea i was so <laughs> upset people still ask me about that story but anyway so mark actually and you hendrick have you been here yet to the last platter? i i visited the the abbey but the abbey was unfortunately closed the day i went oh. but i visited the outside and the chapel but I've nonetheless been uh, you haven't yeah. been there mark no Oh well, I've been to sure. a, I've it's been to a brewery you haven't been to in Belgium. Interesting. I use Google Maps for it, but, <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's, I honestly think if you go visit it, you should 
visit more breweries in that region. It's a great region for mm-hmm. breweries. Yeah, definitely. And that's when you want either a car or a tour, a, a tour guide. It's not like you can get there on a train or anything. No. So anyway, so what else did you bring there, speaking of Belgian beer? All right, so we have pretty much our entire lineup. Um, we have two beers that are just through and through Belgian style, which is our... our crack them open. All right. <laughs> or crack, crack one them open. open. So uh, let's see. Double. Here, I'll pick. Double? Well, the double oh, okay. is going to be pretty close uh, as far as the style goes to that with Slayton you have over there. Oh, cool. Um, so oh, cool. Well, yep. we get to do a little side there by you go. side. Then. Ooh, that's, no yeah, pressure, Man, Nico. no pressure. Oh, boy. <laughs> Love uh, pressure. Then uh, we also have the triple, which is a Belgian triple, also a type of uh, Golden Abbey Ale. Okay. Both were also doing in barrels. So. Oh, yes. Uh, Nico always wants to remind people about that, and he's right because they're doing pretty well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's exciting to look forward to. Let me get Harry some here. I'm going to need a different glass. My glass has been fouled with an IPA, and I cannot <laughs> mix a triple in a glass with an IPA. This is a, 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 a double? A double. I will take a double as well. And then if you could hand the bottle over there towards uh, Mark All Carpenter. All right. Oh, man. There's lots going on here, you guys. That's okay. I don't have much. We'll have to do that after we drink so some of this. That's the triple over here. And this is the pepperwood. Oh, did I just pour the triple? I, I dumped it down. No. Oh, no. You haven't poured this yet. Okay. I just... Okay. Um, and then we also have our pepperwood, which is our signature session saison, uh, which is... I like the way he says saison. I know, right? <laughs> so it's actually, it's, uh, it uses a saison yeast. Uh, malt profiles totally aligned with the saison, but it's a very light saison. It's only 4.8 ABV. And instead of being brewed with spices that are traditional to Belgium, they're actually local flavors. So I use California bay laurel and Myers lemon peels in this oh, beer. Yep, there you go. Uh, and then we also have our Bell Road Pilsner, which was the first brew we did at the facility, and is one of Nico's recipes. Okay, well, let's just wait to open that, because <laughs> we gotta, right. we, I only have the, the one glass yeah. here. Hendrik, how long have you been brewing? The cuvee in particular. Cuvee? The cuvee, oh, thing. Well, so cuvee, uh, we only bought the facility in April, and they only started brewing in May. Now, in May, I was actually still in Belgium. I only graduated with my master's degree in July. Uh, and so I was making recipes, doing the orders online, and then I would Skype these guys at the brewery <laughs> and hope to follow up in case anyone had any questions. What was that like, Nico, trying to brew by Skype It's like, in a pandemic? Yeah, it was hard because, you know, having to do face-to-face my whole life, it was kind of like, hey, you're in Belgium right now. I have to wake up at this certain time to call you because, you know, we're on different time schedules and... You know, just trying to adjust recipes right, because some of the recipes I got to try, like the Hoppy Dawn was a shot in the dark. I didn't, uh, that, that was the only one I never tried, so it was like, uh, how does this happen? And just guessing their flavor profiles they wanted and, you know, having experience with Belgian style, because that's my, like, second favorite style besides our West Coast stuff, so. Right. What do you think, Mark Carpenter? Oh, I think it's great. It's a, it, it, we could be sitting in Brussels right now. Uh, it, I assume you use sugar in this. Uh, uh, yes, there's, black a, sugar. there's some candy sugar in there. Yeah, I think it tastes we great. With the, we went with the blonde sugar in this one still. Um, and we, got, we ended up getting candy. most of the color out of the, the malts. Yeah, yeah and low hoppiness, uh, which is yep. uh, the way it should be. It's, uh, yeah, it's a real Belgian beer. I like it. 
So, Hendrick, how much of a challenge was it for you to be sending these recipes via Skype, but being unable to taste the results? It was uh, it was very frustrating. <laughs> I just had to sit and wait and hope these guys were handling it. But I was I was extremely happy when I returned, and the first time I tried these beers, I'm like, these guys did a great job. I was uh, it was they were in good hands. Did for you sure. bring a lot of Belgian beers back for Nico and and you know the other folks to try there so you could see? I wish, but unfortunately, because I had to physically move back, I came back wow. with about 120 pounds of stuff that was just my <laughs> own stuff, and just I couldn't beer. even bring any beer. It was, yeah, it was. Well, sad. I'd always experiment at home with doing everything else besides IPA, just because I felt it was important as a brewer to have a diverse skill set and palate. So, I mean, from German to you know. Messing around with bread at home and uh, bacteria to, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. see how fermentation works and how it doesn't. So I wanted to also, I was asking Hendrik on the way here, Mark and Harry, about, um, of course, the most famous styles of Belgian beer, the Goose and the Lambic were all, you know, famous to them and have, like, I thought the two of you guys might be really great to explain to our audience about Goose in Lombic. This is Brouhaha, brought to you by the Beverage People Fermenters Warehouse. What a great place that is. So they've, they, everybody knows about the Beverage People, which is your, your, you know, your one-stop shop for home-brewing supplies, wine-making supplies, cheese, make, curing olives, etc. But they've actually added on at their, the Fermenters Warehouse, and you can go online or call them to get supplies. What's going on at Russian River? Kermit? Lots of good beers, um, <laughs> lots of good food over in the Windsor and the 4th Street lo- locations. And right now, they, uh, the Windsor Pub is open Wednesday through Sunday for lunch and dinner. And the Beer Garden is open Monday and Tuesday for the beverage service from 4 to 8. Uh, the Santa Rosa Pub is open daily, and they actually still have the parklet out front there for sitting outside, and you can sit inside again. They still they have pizza still at the 4th Street. They don't have the pizza over at Windsor, but they have Pliny Fries over in Windsor, which are really excellent. And they will be here um, on the 30th with a brand-new uh, wet-hopped, fresh-hopped beer that is the hops are grown um, in... Oh, or, you know the you know the crane melon farm. So they're yeah. they're actually going to have hops out there. Yeah, too? so the cranes have been making um, growing hops, and both seismic and Russian River are doing uh, and old possum are doing uh, beers with those as well. Our in studio guests are from Cuvée Brewing, a the latest entry in the craft brewing uh, industry here in the North Bay. We've got Hendrik Verspecht and Nico Silva from Cuvée Brewing, and when their website, by the way. Cuvée is spelled C-U-V-E-R, brewing.com. So if you want to check out these guys, their beers, their location, their website, again, Cuvée. <laughs> I'll say Cuvée because that's what people are going to type, but it's Cuvée, <laughs> Okay, we have tried the Dur, and we have tried the Triple. Have we talked about the Triple? We have not talked about the Triple yet. Let's talk about Actually, the Triple. I'm going to have him say uh, Triple in <laughs> the way you say it. <laughs> triple. 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 It's the triple. So make sure Mark, I think Mark's getting a nice taste right now. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, And quite honestly, I don't really taste the alcohol, which I'm surprised is a triple. What's the ABV on this? It's (laughs) 8.2. Yeah, but it's it's nice. Again, the Belgian style hoppiness, nice maltiness. It's a good beer. 
it's playing with that yeast and malt profile, you know, to cover up the alcohol smell. Cause, yeah. You know, it's like, sometimes you're like, oh, that's whiskey. Uh, Nico, I'm going to come over there and push you into the microphone. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> now, one of the things that Mark asked you guys off the air is, what retail stores can we buy these beers at? And your answer was... Currently, we do not have uh, bottled or canned beers just yet. We only have draft. And so you can come by to the brewery and get a growler or a howler, or pretty soon come get a beer. A howler? A howler, yeah, 32 ounce that little bottle. It is. <laughs> you know what? They're quite cute, actually. It's They're like a, a little, little uh, dumbbell of beer. You know? I like that name. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of a howler yet. Have you? Nope. No, but I like it. I like I'll it go too. with it. And then, uh, yeah, we're also available at uh, several tap rooms uh, and actually some restaurants already across the county. Nice. What do you want to tell us about this triple? Ah, so this triple. So my my father, when he was homebrewing, actually had a curse with triple C. Just couldn't get it right. It would always go wrong. It would always turn sour. Fermentation would always get stuck. So he was actually quite reluctant to actually make a triple. But I forced him into it because you know what? A triple is true to the Belgian style. It's true to the Belgian beer culture. Every brewery has a triple. It needs to be at least 8 ABV. And it needs to be smooth because... Belgian guys like to drink high alcohol beer. Yeah. And Monks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what else can they do? They can't do some of the other fun stuff. They're silent for a reason. They're wasted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to go for forgiveness. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Definitely have to go do some... Uh, some prayers and penance. 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 Yeah, you'll have to take him over to Chimay um, oh, yeah. and also to, to West oh, Lutteran. They'll, they'll make him pay. They'll make him drink a keg. Yeah. Same for notice. <laughs> Andrew, tell us again about the tap room. So the tap room, uh, so we're located at 7704 in Bell Road, Windsor, and we're doing a soft opening this weekend with a grand opening coming up on October 2nd. And I was asking him about if they had food, which they, that was not never in your plan, you were saying. And I was thinking, and I said, oh, so are you going to have food trucks like all the other breweries have? However, sounds like Windsor is not allowing food trucks right now. Really? And that's kind of a bummer. And anybody listening from Windsor, I think if you guys want to become the beverage des- destination that you could be, I mean, you kind of are right now, please allow the Belgian Fritz truck he wants to have at their Belgian brewery come over there because Jay Brooks will be there in a heartbeat too, right? A very famous beer writer who, like, that's what he does. He goes around the world trying beer freaks. Well, and when you don't have kitchen facilities, that's really important. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we were thinking too with the beverage district. You know, we really want to promote the area. All our neighbors too, you know, we're all in the same boat. We're trying to promote that area in Windsor and who would want an area where you just go to drink booze and not go get some food, right? Mm-hmm. And you could still go over to Russian River, of course, but there's a couple of days that they don't have food. And, um, you know, you can go over there to Barley and Vine, but they don't open until 2. And that's, like, right across. And that's also by Tilted Shed, which is fantastic cider if you haven't tried it yet. No, yeah. Yeah, the cider folks in, in England, actually, in France, have flipped out when I brought it over there. So you guys are mm-hmm. in good hands over there. But some, I think some Belgian frites, some fries would be good, Mark, don't you think? If Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. With any beer. <laughs> With any beer. <laughs> if I could ask a quick technical question, you Arts. mentioned you used uh, Belgian yeast. Uh, are you maintaining those yeasts in your brewery, or are you bringing them in for each batch? Or So right now we're bringing them in for each batch just because um, 
because our production line is not, we don't have the flow through yet of beer yeah. that we're trying to push out. But that's definitely something we aim for. Uh, and definitely with my background in microbiotechnology. Yeah, it's I, pretty, it's pretty, you're the guy. We want to get a lab going. I want to get You've my yeast cultures maintaining. I want to go out there, find wild yeasts that are local to the area. Make some cool, funky stuff. Pro- you you got are. the perfect education. Now you got to put it to use. Exactly. So, what do you need to take care of yeast? Do you need a freezer? Do you need a super hot? Like, is it like the vaccines? You need like a hot, you know, cold, extra cold temperatures? What? What? Well, it depends. I mean, you can uh, you could do it by doing one cell at a time and growing it up in a sterile environment, or you can just take. Um, like Anchor did, we take yeast out of a brew and and then uh, maintain that, and put it back in the next year, next brew, but uh, keeping bacteria out of it. And there are ways to do that. So, yeah. interesting. That's All right, we've been talking to Hendrik Verspecht and Nico Silva of the Cuvée Brewing Company, the latest entry in the micro brewing industry here in Sonoma County. Their website is cuvebrewing.com. That's spelled C-U-V-E-R brewing.com.